1: This is the Successful Life, it's Corey Barrier, yeah come learn with me, take you down the path of our journey, this is the Successful Life, it's time to take what you learned, apply it to your life, it's your time to live a successful life, you are tuning in to the Successful
0: Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, I am your host Corey Barrier, and today folks, coming to you live solo once again. So, look. I'm going to branch off to a weird-ass subject today. Not really weird. It's not weird. But it's just weird that I'm going to talk about it on here because I don't think we've ever really talked about, like, sex, marriage. Uh, You know, what do you do to keep your sex life alive? Because guess what, dude? Like, if you're not doing anything, I'm just curious about this because I know a lot of men that, you know, struggle with, fucking getting laid dude like it's it's interesting to me because like i don't worry about that kind of thing and and i don't say that egotistically at all i say that because like my wife likes to fuck and that's cool with me like it's really cool um because most men that i know don't have that opportunity not not that not like that anyway now i'm sure people will say yeah, Corey, you're probably full of shit. You probably don't ever get laid. No, dude, you You have no idea. Like My wife is, like, I, look, she, I'm basically, she has to get me to have sex. It's crazy. Like, it doesn't even make sense. But here's the thing, I get so damn busy, not even, yeah, well, busy, but also, man, my brain pings off a million things at once in a day, and sometimes, like, I just have so many thoughts going through my head, like, that's not one of them. And, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm busy from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. So, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, that gets put in the back burner. And I know that sounds really fucking ridiculous. Well, well because it is ridiculous. But, you know, what, I'll tell you what's funny about that, though. My wife said when we first got together that she always wanted somebody who didn't want to have sex because her ex-husband used to to always have sex. And and so I always wished for somebody that did always want to have sex because my exes sucked. And so we both got what we wanted and little did we realize now it's the opposite. It's crazy. It's not that I don't want to have sex at all. That's not, it's not what I'm saying. Like, Sometimes I just have to get my mind, right? I don't know how to explain it. Well, I'll tell you part of it is ADHD, right? Think about that. And and you may or may not know this. Of course, you know, I'm ADHD. I tell you all the time. And by the way, I'm not going to forget to tell you. Give us a fi- before I go into that. So ADHD people have, I don't know exactly what it's called. I should have, if I, if I thought about it, I would have looked it up. But essentially it's. You know, we, oh, fuck, man, I wish I could remember what it was called, but basically we just have this, this block, if you will, when it comes to having sex like normal people. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, I like some freaky shit, but at the end of the day, you know, when the time's right, I'm ready to roll, but time's got to be right, and... On my end, not even on her end. Like, she's ready to roll whenever. Which is pretty cool to have because I don't think I've ever... Well, I don't think I've never had that before. Not to mention, coolest chick on the planet. Not to mention, she is speaking in Las Vegas at a wedding conference for the first time this year. It's a big deal, too. It's a really big deal. So, I mean, you guys are about to see... My wife really exploded. You're about to see what, you know, you're about to see more than just a photographer because, you know, if I can just, you know, if I could just get her to see what I see and see what you see, we'll be in business. So I'll tell you really quickly, um, you know, the reason that she struggles with that is because it's body dysmorphic disorder, which all that means is, not all like for me when I look in the mirror, I see you know what I look like, right? But people with body dysmorphic disorder, well, they see, um, they see someone who's overweight, and it doesn't matter how great they look, right? You've seen my wife, you know what she looks like. If you haven't, you can go to my Instagram, you'll figure it out real quick. Like, she's jacked as fuck, and that's really cool. I mean, it's it's pretty damn cool to walk into. The gym, knowing you got the most jacked wife in the whole place. Or the jack, fuck that, the most jacked chick in the whole place. It's crazy. You know, this podcast wasn't necessarily about my wife, but I'll tell you, this person, this this woman, I mean, she works so fucking hard at getting her shit right. She's got her diet so dialed in. She's got her training dialed in. She does more reps and more exercises than anybody in one sitting that I know. She will do four sets of 12 exercises in a 45-minute time period. It's unreal to me. Like, I just don't even understand how she does it. And those are not all machines either, by the way. She starts out with free weights. But it shows dedication, right? It shows that, you know, when you really want something – whether it's in life, whether it's in business, whether it's in a relationship, then you have to fucking go after it. One thing about her is like she is fucking dedicated. I guess probably most dedicated person that I know, to be honest with you. You know, and she's, you know, she's always struggled to a degree. I mean, to and I say to a degree in her mind, she's always struggled. But in in, in her mind, I guess is all that matters. But from the outside looking in from my perspective, I, I don't see that at all. Like I see the struggle, but I don't see why, you know what I mean? Like I don't, because I don't see what she sees because we all see that she's got a banging body and an amazing personality. And top of all that, she can take some great pictures. Anyway, let's move on. Um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm pretty proud of my wife. So let's segue this to. Well, you know what, I'm actually going to keep her in this conversation because one thing that we've done in our marriage is, you know, we 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 role play. Now, you're probably thinking exactly what you probably should be thinking, but that's not what I mean in this scenario. But what I do mean is this, whenever I, you know, I'm constantly learning new shit, right, constantly learning new negotiation techniques or negotiation techniques. Uh, language, or communication, or body. It, I mean, I could go on and on, but I'm not going to bore you with the list of shit that I do. But I will say that, you know, just sharpening your skills, right, And in role playing in a in a sales sense is vitally important, and it is one of the things that people are missing. It's one of the things. It's it's such a big deal, and like most people don't do it, and it's fucking weird to me. Like, let me just ask you, like, why would you practice on your customers and not practice on, like, like I was saying with like Autumn and I, like, you know, because, you know, she's lived with me for now eight years um, or so. She's become a fucking killer in sales because she listens. She pays attention. She picks up on things. She asks questions. We role play. We talk back and forth about it. Here's the deal, though. It's nuts. Like she's so good, sometimes she's better than I am. And here is the other part: it's not selling. Like she's not a good salesperson. She's a great. She's a great value add. She can explain what she does so clearly. She doesn't get pushed back from her brides. That's all I am saying. When I say sales, it's all. All you are doing is explaining your product or service to a potential customer. Why? Because you want to do business with that customer. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. You shouldn't feel bad about asking them for the money for your service. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you don't go to fucking Target and expect to walk out with free shit unless you're in California. Right? In California, different fucking story. Or at least so it, so it seems. Anyway, so... Her and I, we role play, right? If I'm learning, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. And we talk about business all the time, but I'll tell you the reason I think this is important. And the reason I think you should listen right now, you know, I was in the Arte syndicate for, I don't know, two, two and a half years. And I joined the lion's den towards the end of that. And, you know, I I loved Arte and I loved the lion's den. Um, they're two different programs, right? They're two different entrepreneur groups. Same, you know, same kind of people, I guess, basically. But, you know, for the den, I, I get more value out of the den personally. Just because it's tactical, like, business shit. It's tactical stuff that you can use every week. And we didn't really get that in Arte, which is, you know, whatever. It's just different formats. Okay. Um, and so but what happened after LDL last year, Lions did live, When I came back, I said to Autumn, my wife, I said, look, it's probably, you know, next time Sean opens the den, I think you should join with your, you pay for it, you sign up, you join for you under your name, the whole nine. Yes, we pay two memberships, but there's a reason for that. One, there's two people in the den. So that's the first reason we pay two memberships. The second reason is I wanted Autumn to own her place in the den. I didn't want her to feel like she was riding my coattails because I'd been in the den longer, right? I just didn't want that. And you know this, if you try to make somebody do something, what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's not going to work, right? People are going to rebel. People are going to say, fuck you. And so it wouldn't have done me any good to say, hey, you know, Autumn, you got to go do this. I left it up to her and let her make her decision. She's a grown up. And if she decided not to join, that would be fine. Um, But here's the really, here's the part you really want to pay attention to. But but because she made that choice on her own and she decided to, to to, um, join the den, which she did when it opened, guess what? We have great conversations. I mean, we had great conversations before, but Now we have better conversations because they're about what I want to talk about, if I'm really being honest with you, which is business, which is sales, which is how to grow, how to make more money, how to help more people. Right. And as selfish as that may sound, it really doesn't matter. That's what I like talking about. Like I don't really watch sports. I listen to, you know, I do listen to Joe Rogan because well fuck, you never know what that fucker's gonna bring out, and it's great. I love the controversy. And I love the fact that he's the only dude in on the planet that can actually say his mind, speak his mind, and people hear him. But I'll tell you, that's another thing I like about this platform. You don't have to fucking listen to it. You know what I mean? You don't. You can turn it at any time. But let's not get off on a tangent here. So it's really brought us a lot, you know, it's really brought us together, being in the den together. And now we get to have better conversations around like sales and we get better conversations around business because now she's thinking like the same way that I am, right? She's having the same experiences. Therefore we have the same conversations, right? We're, we're both sharing our opinions on things. We get, we watch the calls, not necessarily together, but we watch the calls every Wednesday. And then we, you know, we have a conversation about it. I'll tell you another thing, fellas, If you're not taking your girl, if you're not
2: taking your wife out on date night every week. Attention contractors of the Successful Life Podcast. Want to supercharge your business decisions? We've got something just for you. Head over to our website, SuccessfulLifePodcast.com, and click on the free download button to grab your copy of Warning When Hiring a Leadership Coach. Equip yourself with the insights you need to make informed decisions for your business. Don't miss out.
0: You're probably dropping the ball, dude. Because guess what? You used to do that shit and you don't do it anymore. Why not? Because you're fucking comfortable. Because you think your wife won't leave you. Well, when you catch her in a bed with somebody else, you're gonna think twice about that shit. All I'm saying is this: you don't have to do date night if you don't want to. But I tell you right now, I look forward to our date night every week because I get to put my fucking phone down for a couple hours and I don't have to look at it because that was the agreement that we made. When we go on date night, the phone goes off. And so I look forward to that time because I don't have to look at a screen. I don't have to answer a fucking email. I don't have to answer a text. I have my set phone set whenever we have date night that bitch is off. I go as far as leaving it in the car because I got, you know, just like you, I have such a bad habit of picking it up for no damn reason. You know, I would do that in the middle of date night and, you know, I wanted to break that. Right. I, here's the deal. Like, you know, we hear this all the time. We hear people say they wish they would have done more. They wish they would have spent more time with their family, wish they wouldn't work as much, all that shit. Right. I think most people probably say that I don't give a shit how much family time you had. I mean, most people, are going to say at the end of their life, probably that, you know, they wish they could have done X, Y, or Z. I hope not. I hope that's not me anyway. I, I hope that I don't say, I I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z, but you know, damn, am I really going to be able to do everything I want to do? I'm not sure if there's enough time for all that. Maybe there is. I'm damn sure I'll try. All right. I, I'm not going to fucking, here's what I, here's the other thing that I, I wanted to kind of hit on is, you know, it's, it's, it's strict. Well, it's strict in our relationship. You know, it just having these, again, we're talking about things that I love and, and here's the the benefit. And I'm going to tie this in a bow for you. So here's the benefit of, of, of autumn listening to me and and her paying attention, her talking with me and, and so on and so forth. But by default, she's become like a fucking killer. Like her conversations are so good. I'm gonna tell you, like it takes, it takes a special person to be able to execute somebody else's sales process or somebody else's, some even some like people's advice or even sales. Period. A lot of people struggle with that because they overthink things. You know, so do I sometimes. And a lot of people over, uh, yes, I already said overthink. A lot of people, um, they think about how the shit's going to go sideways. And I've been guilty of that. Just like you, right? We've all had times in our lives where we're like, fuck man, this is going to go sideways. I just feel it. And what typically happens. Well, typically go sideways. I'm enjoying the leather rose while I'm doing this podcast, by the way, Deadwood, another drew estate. I love it. It's good. It's a good one, but I wish they would make a damn regular one. I wish they wouldn't have all these, you know, all the, um, torpedo ones i just think that if you know you're listening to this you know if you're not a part of a group like that you should probably think about getting into one i've got a great one for you it's called sales legends we're about to open it up and you can be in there with me and you know this is getting pretty close and i say this every week and i know you all are like what the fuck this guy's never gonna start this shit but you know what some guess what motherfuckers you gotta depend on other people too I have to depend on other people to do shit, man. I've had to go through, um, not had to go through, but I had, you know, the, the foresight, I guess you could say, actually, you know what? I kept her longer than I needed to is if I'm telling you the truth, listen, if you hire somebody that works for you and they're not working out, you're, I was a dumbass because I kept the person on for longer than I needed to for, for way longer that I needed to. And all that did was hurt me and hurt her, right? I didn't get the result I was looking for. And she got fired, right? She sure as fuck didn't get the result she was looking for. And listen, it's not her fault. It's not my fault. I did the best with what I knew, right? I don't know how to manage a VA, right? I, I don't know how to, I know now because I've fucking done three of them now. And so I'm starting to understand that you know, when I say you got to be direct, like, for me, I'm direct anyway. You all probably know that by now. I've been pretty much speaking my mind, I don't give a shit. Well, I lost my train of thought, so we are going to pivot. And just so you know, fortunately for you as a listener, now, if you're watching this on YouTube, which it is on my YouTube channel, it should be, or will be by the time you listen to it, um, you're going to see me sitting there for about fucking five minutes, it felt like. Cause I just completely lost what I was saying. And you know, sometimes I'm getting better at this. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I know what I was talking about the VA. Right. So if you hire somebody and you don't, if you know, they're not working out. Right. And I didn't necessarily know. I mean, I knew that something wasn't quite right, but guess what? I didn't have a measuring stick. I didn't have a way to know if I was getting the best bang from my- up but I don't even know if that's the right way to say that. But in other words, I didn't know I didn't know how to manage somebody from the Philippines. I had no fucking idea. I don't know how that works. I read a book about it, but goddamn, I mean, it's only going to give you so much. But, let me tie this right into sales and role playing. So, what did I do? Like I, you know, I had to go through a couple of VAs before I found the third one. And the reason It's because I didn't, you know, I I was doing with the best with what I could. And then so were they. Right. And you've got my ADHD ass trying to teach them how to do something. I don't even fucking know how to do. Right. I'm trying to get them organized to get me organized, which makes no fucking sense. And so when I started realizing how much time I was spending helping her organize me, I'm like, fuck this. I can't do that. Right. And plus, her Internet connection sucked ass. And so, you know, it just so happened, every time we were on a Zoom call, the internet fucked up. Well, guess what, Jack? I wasn't born yesterday. I'm not fucking stupid. And I really don't like when people play me for stupid. I really don't. I don't like when people act like I'm a dumbass. Like, do you really think I'm that stupid to think that, damn, every single day that you and I get on a call that it fucks up just you and me? And the other eight fucking hours a day, you're not fucking dicking around with your computer trying to get it to run? Or it takes 10 minutes to go from one fucking screen to the other. Can you understand how frustrating it is for somebody like me to sit and just watch somebody? And like, you've, I've explained this shit. I mean, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. I gave her. Dude, I did the best I could. I, I trained that girl for fucking, I don't even know how many hours. People pay me tens of thousands of dollars to get the training that she got. Only for me to, you know, you know, for it not to work out. But guess what? That's part of business. But the point me telling you that is I should have cut her loose earlier. I'm glad I didn't because this is what it gave me. And I don't know what the lesson here is, but the lesson for me anyway. So, you know, I had to get through those first two people to get to the third one. And if I would have fired the first one or the second one any sooner, I would have never gotten to that third one. And I wouldn't have gotten the experience of what it was like to deal with somebody from a different country that doesn't, you know, know, you know, as much maybe as you do, obviously, about what you do. And then obviously the Internet's different. I mean, just it's just fucking different. And so, you know, ADHD people, first of all, are not great at managing people typically. And that's typically because and I don't know if that's I don't know if it's typically because we don't like it's not that I don't like I have no problem with confrontation. Right. Like if I see you doing something fucking stupid, I'm probably going to tell you about it if it's my business. Right. If you're my friend and you're doing a dumbass thing online, I'm going to tell you, hey, dude, quit being a fucking dumbass online. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's what friends do. Right. If, if you're a rando online, I don't know who you are. I'm probably not going to help you. Right. I'm probably not going to tell you, hey, man. Stop being a dumbass because what good is that going to do me? Nothing. What good is that going to do him? Nothing. All he's going to do is get pissed off, write me back, and then we're going to get to a conversation. And that's, what's the point of that? I, I'll tell you the point would be for me to waste my fucking time. That's what it would be. And here's the other thing. I don't know how many people get into these goddamn conversations online and get into these back and forths with people. Here's my question for you. How the fuck do you have time for that shit? Because I do not. I don't. Like, if I, like it is literally, I, I don't comment on people's shit anyway, because I don't, well, I don't read most people's shit, to be perfectly honest with you. you know, and the reason for that is I really don't give a fuck what people are doing. If I give a fuck what you're doing, I'll just go look it up. Otherwise, I don't give a fuck. Right? I don't give a shit what you Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking, I mean, maybe it's a character trait. I don't know. But I haven't always been that way. But I've just stopped caring about certain shit. And one of those being, like, what people think about me online. Don't get me wrong. I can't sit here and tell you that I don't, I'm like a a complete, that I'm like this stone wall, like, confidence busting, whatever. I don't even know what word I'm looking for, but that's not it at all, right? That's not it at all. What I'm saying is this, is like, I just don't, if you're going to talk shit to me online, I know for a fact, you wouldn't do that shit in person because if you would do it in per, you, people don't do and say the shit that they normally, that they say online in person. You're too big of a pussy for that. And so, you know, that's just the facts, right? So, you get in these wars. Well, I'm never gonna see you. Why should I spend my precious time talking to your fucking dumbass about something retarded that you think's right and I think is wrong? I'm just curious. Especially in the DMs, right? If I understand if it in the comments, I get that. Because now, I mean, you're still wasting a bunch of time, but but arguably you're gaining eyeballs, arguably your algorithms picking you up, arguably you are working, right? Potentially. But I think that's just, you got to hit that the right way. And you got to have, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that process is like, because I don't get in my comments very much, as you know. I'm just, I'm really, really bad at that. And so I'm trying to get better. I shouldn't say I'm bad at it. How about this? I'm I'm doing a better job at getting better at it. So listen, guys, I want you to do me a favor. Before you stop this podcast, before you fucking stick your finger on the BAM button, hit me a fucking five-star review, for God's sakes. Like, this is really not much to ask. Share the show. If you liked it, man, put, share something on social media about it, for God's sakes. Tag me in it. Tag Successful Life Podcasting. With that, folks, I'm going to wrap this up. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys hanging with me for a little bit. And we'll see you guys. The next time. If you
1: took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life.
2: Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination.